0: Thanks for tuning in to Andrea in the Morning. This is Andrea Raquel, the social entrepreneur and sugar-free coach. Thank you for joining me. Thanks for listening. Thanks for tuning in and following. I hope you've liked our page on Facebook. That's facebook.com forward slash sugar-free coach, as well as on Twitter. You can catch me on Twitter at sugar-free coach. I will follow back and reciprocate. I always did Good morning, good afternoon, good evening and welcome to another episode of the Living Sugar Free Lifestyle Show. Andrea in the morning, I am your host Andrea Raquel and we're doing this throwback thursday series so obviously today is thursday but y'all i almost didn't make it to y'all today i almost didn't make it to doing this episode um so you're probably listening to it a little bit later than normal if you usually catch it first thing in the morning um i don't have no apologies for you it is what it is y'all know how i do i do it when i can and when i feel like and if i don't feel like it i don't force it so you know It's all a part of the journey, and we're talking about Throwback Thursday. I just really wanted to share a lot of throwback stuff with you all through this series because, you know, I tend to kind of go off-grid. I tend to take time away. I tend to work on projects. I don't necessarily do it um, openly and in the public eye. So I just wanted to kind of recap you on some things that I haven't shared And also to give you some updates going forward. And then I just wanted to kind of talk in general about the whole very concept of throwing back. Um, You know that um, Living Sugar-Free Revealed Aspie Secrets is a memoir. So kind of in and of itself, that is a throwback. But in general, in life, we are always um, growing and learning from our experiences. So we're constantly looking back and oftentimes on Throwback Thursday is when people tend to go back and look at their old pictures and see what they were doing in those scenarios and think back over it, reflect over maybe, you know, someone that they miss or what they learned in a certain situation. So, you know, I always say, yeah, throw back, throw it back, throw it back to Thursday, flashback Friday, but just don't stay there. And so I'm going to share some things with you all, but then we're going to shake it off and keep it moving because y'all know Living Sugar Free is all about making lemonade and if I can't explain to you all how I'm going to or I'm trying to make lemonade out of the situation, I'm not going to talk about it. So you know, learning and growth is for you. Learning and growth is not for you to dump all over others while you're going through it. You know, if you have an audience, if you have a staff, if you have employees, if you have children, it's not meant for you to dump your problems on them. It's meant for you to talk about your problems with someone who's going to encourage you, who's going to, you know, either tell you to shake it off or tell you what you need to do or can share something with you that is going to help you. It's not meant for you to share all of your drama with people that you're supposed to be helping. It's not meant for you to do that. So, you know, um, I know a lot of my audience members are peers and, you know, people who are mentors even, but hopefully, you know, I'm, um, giving you all something where you can always know that you're going to be encouraged when you come to my show. Not just dumped on, not just a pity party, or not just what was me. Because this thing is not all about me. Yes, this is my show. My name is on it. I'm the podcast host. But as y'all can see, I oftentimes have co-hosts and do series and, and just try to pay it forward and share with others. Because that's what it's all about. Improving communities, businesses, and lifestyles one solution at a time. Um, that is the mission of Now Better Me, Inc. So we're going to talk more about that as well. If you haven't listened to the previous episodes, please go back and do that. They are so good, y'all. We had a whole Creator Series. It was really good. Um, then we had a whole Wellness Series, and it was really good. A lot of the people from the Creator Series came back for the Wellness Series. And then go back even before those and listen to those foundational shows where I sort of just kind of talked about the foundational principles of living sugar-free and you know what this journey is going to be all about so go check those out if you haven't already and uh, we'll be right back after a break to talk some more about throwback thursday and what's been going on in my little living sugar-free world and 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 what's going on with Better Me inc as well so if you guys have any questions updates anything that you want me to talk about on air or share be sure to give me a call leave me a message if you'd like me to air your comments and otherwise you can just Shoot it to me in a text or on social media and we'll get your uh, questions answered on air. Be back shortly. Hi, I'm John M. Ketchum. I'm the author of The Zero's Journey, a modern day survival guide to weathering accidental enlightenment. And you're listening to... The Living Sugar-Free Lifestyle Show with Andrea in the Morning. Welcome back and thank you again for joining me for another episode of the Living Sugar-Free Lifestyle Show, Andrea in the Morning. I appreciate you guys so much for just listening and sharing and following and all that good stuff, all your engagement. Just thank you so much. I can't thank you enough to all of you, especially those people Since this throwback Thursday, you know, we've been at this for a long time. Um, And there are people that I've known since, I won't say since the very, very, I mean, there are a few people I know since the very beginning, but chances are I probably didn't meet them on the internet. But there are people that I've met on the internet that I have known for over 10 years. And, you know, that's a big deal. There are people on the, that I've met over the internet, you know, that I've known for about 10 years, almost 10 years, and I've met in person. Um, so, you know, I don't take that for granted. I appreciate you all. Um, I always appreciate people who... Um, I appreciate people who appreciate others beyond just how much one-on-one time or how much... You know um, touch time that they get with the person if that makes sense you know some people you don't see them for a long time and they're like you ain't called me or long time no see stranger they got some kind of sarcastic remark or whatever and life is busy you know there are people that I've known for years who I don't hear from for a year at a time you know there are people who have had losses you know um, people in their family have died You know, we've experienced relationships, ups and downs, you know, family dramas and all kinds of stuff that causes people to just check out for whatever reason. You know, maybe they themselves were sick for for a period of time. So you have to be very careful just kind of coming across as judgy, like, you know, you're so worried about the fact that you haven't gotten to talk to the person that you're not even considering what they may have been going through while you didn't hear from them. You know, don't guilt people just because you haven't gotten to hang out with them or just because you don't get to talk to them every five minutes, especially if they disappeared for a long time and then you didn't even bother to go look for them or find them. The last thing you want to do is be like, "Mm, I ain't seen you. You ain't called me like the phone doesn't work both ways. You know, and even if the phone does work both ways, if you call them and call them and they didn't call you back. okay, great. Move on. But don't treat the person bad you know, when you see them again. That's just not cool. It's like you're saying that you only care about people that you can have in your back pocket, and that's just not realistic. It's not realistic, and you can't control other humans. And why would you even want to? You know, it's those times that we spend apart that we're able to come back and add more value to one another, you know? If we always only spend time together, where are we ever getting anything to come back and add value to the relationship? So... You know, think about that with the whole throwback. If there's somebody that you're mad at just because you haven't talked to them in a long time, get over it. Don't get on Facebook and cry and complain because, you know, you don't ever hear from certain people. That's stupid. Pick up the phone and call them. Don't get on Facebook and cry and complain because nobody ever checks on you. That's selfish. And I can guarantee you that nine out of 10 times people who do that, if you get on, if you're a person who tends to get on Facebook and talk about how, you know, people aren't real friends and nobody cares about you and nobody checks on you when you're having a problem, chances are you have a friend who's sitting there going, wow, because that's exactly what I feel like you do to me and yet I'm the one always calling you and checking on you. But you're on Facebook telling everybody that you don't have no real friends. You know, it's it's selfish. It's just not a good look. So be a little bit more gracious with your friends. If you have friends that you consider valuable, even if you don't see them, four, five, ten years or whatever. Don't treat people like that. It's not right. So, yeah, that's all about that little soapbox. What else I want to talk to y'all about from some throwback stuff. You ever look at your um, Facebook memory feed? I bet you some people probably look at their Facebook memory feed and cringe. Probably start deleting stuff. I mean, I can imagine if something happened, you know, through history and you don't want to be reminded of it, I don't know maybe if you don't want to be reminded of it maybe you shouldn't have put it on Facebook I don't know but you know, <laughs> I mean but you put it on there so you know they're bringing it back up in your memory feed I don't know maybe an X maybe a X might pop up in your news feed and you don't really want to see that but if your memory feed is just full of stuff that you posted that after a year's gone by or two years or five years have gone by you're like mm, golly I wrote that and you feel stupid about having written it delete it and change You know, what I say is so valuable and it goes such a long way, you guys. Think seriously about maybe considering with your social media, if you're gonna post about something that's negative, a negative experience, something bad happened and bad things happen. People do all manner of horrible stuff. But think about if you're gonna post something that's negative or that's horrible, that's bad. Think about posting how you're gonna make lemonade out of it. Now, if you're just asking for help, um, then just whatever, ask for help. But be clear, that's your asking for help. You know, some people post all manner of foolishness on the internet and it's a cry for help, evident and clear and obvious, but then when you reach out and try to help them, then they get an attitude and are like, "No, nah, I'm good, or I just was, Venting or and it's like, no, why are you talking out loud to other humans if you don't want anybody to respond if you don't want anybody to have empathy, if you don't want anybody to show empathy or encourage you or give you advice, it's not good. I'm just saying, <laughs> and that's not the same thing as you guys when a woman or uh, somebody in the LGBTQ community or, you know, a black person or an elderly person or a disabled person posts that they were discriminated against. You don't need to get on their posts and start telling them about taking the high road and not taking things so, sensi- so sensitively. That's not what I'm talking about. You know, being a whistleblower and sharing things and outing uh, things, there's a very fine line. Even I have to walk those lines, and I have to consider it when I do that. I have to think, okay, am I, oh, there was just, I just read an article just a couple of days ago about a guy who was in the airport, and some lady behind him was telling him that he needed to get out of her way and get out of line and let all of them through because he was making them late, and um, they were priority, and he needed to move. (laughs) Yeah, I'm gonna let that rest for a minute, and all the information I gave you is exactly what happened. So right now you're probably wondering, what in the world made this lady tell a random person in front of her that he needed to get out of the line because she had priority? If you have an answer to that question, I would love somebody to message me and tell me, what in your mind makes you go through life, handling your business, doing whatever it is you need to do? Because it happened to me the other day too. What makes a person go through their life And when another human is ahead of them, that they have the gall and audacity to open up their mouth and either tell verbally or with some other type of gesture, because that's what happened to me. Like the eye rolling or the shaking of the fist or the stopping in front of your car and looking at you stupid or laying on your horn or whatever other manner of things people do to express the fact that you are in their way and they don't think you should be in their way. What makes a person do that to a random stranger? You don't have an answer. Unless your answer is privilege, you don't have an answer. And notice I didn't say no certain kind of privilege. I just said privilege. Because I've seen a lot of people do it. And I've seen people do it to all types of people. And I've heard this story told by all types of people. I've heard it told not just by black people or by black women. I've heard it told by disabled people. I've heard it told by men, even. I've heard this even told by white men. So, for starters, if you really want to help change things, when someone treats you as though you don't deserve to be where you are because they think that their privilege is more important or more powerful than yours, Just like you don't want that person to assume, you shouldn't start to assume. The best thing you can do is turn it back on that person. No, it's hard to stay calm in these situations, y'all, but the way that you stay calm is by becoming more confident in who you are. If you know who you are and you know you have a right to be wherever it is that you are, you know that you're supposed to be there, you're not gonna just flinch or buck or jump because somebody, Implies that you should get out of place in line Likewise, you might be standing online and somebody might just try to cut in front of you. You're just gonna start fighting a person Some people are just rude y'all and yes, sometimes it is a racial issue This story I'm talking about happened to be a white lady and the person she was talking to happened to be a black man Okay, but y'all he's also a very 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 large black man Okay, like I'm not really good with guessing people's weights, but if I had to, I would go with probably at least like 300 pounds. So I'm going to go out on a limb here, and nothing in the article said this. I'm saying it because sensationalism is what sensationalism is, but I like to call a spade a spade and just tell the truth and shame the devil. I'm going to go out on a limb, and I'm going to say that the reason that lady was being nasty to him had more to do with his size than it did with his color. Because folk are nasty to people who are big, in case y'all didn't know that. People are nasty in airports. People are nasty when people, you know, if you have to sit next to someone and they're taking up too much space in the seat or just, you know, in an elevator or whatever. People are nasty like that. Very nasty. I dare say people might be, you know, we got the whole racism thing and systemic racism and all that. But just as a consciousness uh, people might make more conscious effort to be nasty to people that they see as overweight than they are to people because they're a different race. <laughs> <Yeah>. Fifi agrees. <laughs> yes, Fifi agrees. Anyway, my point is is that don't assume. You don't really know if what I'm saying is true or not. I don't know. I, we don't know if, in her mind she was annoyed because he was large or if she was annoyed because he was black or if her mind just computed, there's no way this black man could be in the, in the class that I'm in and have a priority ticket. I don't know. I can't even begin in my mind to comprehend, you know, even, you know, even when someone, I, I work retail for 20 years even when someone comes into your retail store and they're wearing holy clothes, whole shoes run over with holes in them, whatever, shaggy hair, dirty hair, face dirty, whatever, whatever kind of your image of poor is, it's different for different people. Whatever your image of poor is, if somebody comes in your place of business looking like that, shame on you if you treat them less than. I've known wealthy people in my lifetime who dress down when they go to restaurants just because they want to know if people are going to treat them like decent human beings. And they, these are people who have like, you know, when they talk about the waiters getting like $500 tips, sometimes wealthy people do those kind of pay it forward kind of things. But I've known people who strategically go out. They don't go out all the time because they don't have to. They got private chefs and whatnot. But they go out. And they want to find those people who are genuine and kind because they don't see it a lot. So they're going to dress down. They don't want to be treated a certain kind of way just because they look rich. They're not wearing all of their high fashion Louis Vuitton shoes and whatever. They're wearing their sweatsuits and their oldest pair of sneakers that they have and their raggedy run over truck because they want to be treated like a regular person and they want to see who's going to still show them kindness even when they don't look like they have the money that they have. That's when you get a big old fat tip from a millionaire. You know, or when someone buys up everything in your store because you're so nice in spite of however they were dressed. It's just a huge mistake. I can't imagine doing that. But anyway, this lady proceeded to tell this man he needed to get out of line because she had priority. But even after he explained to her and took his ticket out and held it up in her face, she still proceeded to talk trash about the man behind his back to the point where... He said something like, you just mad because you don't believe a black man can have a priority ticket or something like that. He said, but he I think he used the N word and um, everybody in the airport started clapping and some kind of oh, he 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 was upset. So when he got home, he went and shared it with his friends and told them what happened, which is what most of us would do. Whenever you go out in public and somebody violates you, you are going to get on Facebook and tell your friends. That is like perfect Facebook posting material. Who's not going to share that? I don't think he did nothing wrong. See something, say something. I have every right if somebody violates my rights to share it with my Facebook community. But see, when I share it, I'm going to tell them how I made lemonade out of the situation. I'm going to tell them how I checked that person without, you know, losing my cool. Or maybe if I did lose my cool or whatever, you know. But I'm going to try to take the high road before I get on Facebook and talk about it. And this man came back and apologized because he didn't feel like he took the high road. And maybe he did. I didn't really get to see his post. But this lady probably felt like mud on the bottom of somebody's shoe by the time Facebook got finished with her. And, of course, she's in the picture because she's standing right behind him talking trash. And he was just taking a picture himself. And I think other people posted about it as well because she's talking to other people around. Like, oh, like all the white people standing around are going to chime in with you and bully me while I'm standing in the airport minding my own business. And you guys, if y'all think this sounds crazy, I've been there. I was on an airplane. And there was this man sitting across from me in the aisle, the aisle across from me, and a woman sitting in the seat behind him who was an older lady. And I'm going to catch a connecting flight. I travel light. All I gotta do is grab my bag from the overhead and go. Apparently, he thought that I didn't, I don't know what he thought. I don't know what he thought. (laughs) I don't know what he thought. But him and this lady did this whole, you go, no, you go, no, you go, I insist. So I reach up to grab my bag and go, and this big, tall, six-foot man shoulder-drove me back into my seat. My feet left the floor. That's the true story, y'all. That really happened to me. So what was going on in this man's mind where he felt like him and that lady, who neither one of them know each other from Adam and they don't know me, Both of them deserved to exit the plane, even though clearly neither one of them was in a hurry, but I was. And it's not like I pushed past them to know. He was sitting across the aisle from me, still in front of his seat. The aisle is open, okay? So they're doing the you-go-you-go, so I'm grabbing my bag. There's plenty of room for me to do so. Otherwise, I would not have or I would have said, excuse me, because I got manners, okay? He took his shoulder... And like a football player, like heaved his big old body into me with my little teeny self and knocked me back up into my seats. Like what possible reason could anybody have to do that to another person? There's no justification for it whatsoever. There's nothing that you could tell me that he was thinking in his mind that could justify what he did to me. And there's nothing that could justify in this lady's mind what she did to this man in this airport. Likewise, the other day I was dropping my nephew off and where I had to drop him off at, there's a little driveway. You know how there's a sidewalk and then the sidewalk dips down where a car can turn into it on the side of a building? That's what it's for, for people to drop off and pick up. So I pull into the drop off and pick up. Not all the way up into the alley even. People could still walk past on the sidewalk. But because this lady, when she got to the point where my car was, I saw her out of the corner of my eye, she was way on the the corner. But when she got to where my car was, because we were in her way, she did the whole (coughs) and rolled her eyes at me to the point where she made such a gesture towards me that I'm looking at her in my car, do this. So I rolled down my window and I said, excuse me. I was like, are your rights more important than his? I said, he can't get dropped off. I said, is wherever you have to be so important that you couldn't be inconvenienced for two seconds to have to walk around my car so this young man could get dropped off? I said, why are you so much more important than he is? And she felt so stupid. She just had to turn around and walk off. But you see, I had to do it in that way because, you know, if I had to call the lady all kind of stupid whatever's and threaten to beat her tail, then I'm doing all that in front of my nephew. And how is that setting a good example? But likewise, this man in the airport didn't treat this lady disrespectfully at all. Now, you can argue that by him t- talking about it on Facebook that he was wrong, but he wasn't. And none of us gets to say he was wrong. Now, he can say he was wrong. He can apologize. He can say that he's regretful because people take for the face. It turned into a dumpster fire where everybody was ready to kill the lady. And that's not right. That's not what we're doing this for. We're not, we're not advocating Black History Month and... Black Lives Matter and civil rights and human rights, so that the people who think that it's okay to violate those rights can then have their rights violated. That's not what this is about. And if you meet somebody who acts like that's what it's about, they're not really on our side of the fight. That's not. Mm-mm. They not. They don't represent me. <laughs> that's not what this is. And sometimes life can get so frustrating that your struggle for your rights can turn into um, a violent fight more so than it needs to be. You know, think think Martin Luther King versus Malcolm X. Those are two people who struggled beyond comprehension for most of us just to survive, just to be alive, just to have the right to go to the bathroom in public. And, you know, so many things we can do now, they weren't even allowed to do, Okay. And you had two men who, you know, there's been great debates in history and conflicts and even fights about which one was right and what was the better way to do it. But that's not what it's about. It's not about that. It's not about that. And once people start making it about that, then you cloud the point and you, you messing up the whole entire, the whole entire cause. It's not about one leader being better than another. It's not about one person having a better way than another one. It's not. It's not. It's not. And, 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 And the reason that we have the Malcolm X's of the world versus the Martin Luther King's of the world is because sometimes people get sick and tired of being beat up on. People get sick and tired of being oppressed. People get sick and tired of doing everything right doing everything according to the way somebody says they're supposed to do it, following all the rules, dotting all the I's and crossing all the T's, and then still getting kicked in their teeth. And that's what PTSD is. At some point, any human is going to snap. Every human is going to snap. So I just, sometimes I just, I fear for people's safety sometimes, because sometimes I think when people do stuff to me, I'm like, hmm. If they did that to me and they don't know me from Adam, that means they go around treating people like that all the time. And one day they're going to come across somebody that's going to be past their breaking point And it's not going to go well for them because you just don't violate people like that. And if they respond or retaliate, they would have every right to. And you will just be dead. So even if you can't do it just for the sake of common human decency, do it for your own safety. I mean... It's, it's a crazy catch-22 that oftentimes the very people that we're talking about act like they're scared of Black people. But at the same time, you're comfortable coming out of your mouth and saying all manner of things to a Black person. And it's like, wait a minute, are you afraid or are you not afraid? Oh, you're not really afraid of me. What you are is threatened by me. And there's a very huge difference. And I'm calling it out because I'm sick of it. I'm sick and tired of people tap dancing and tiptoeing around me and acting like they're scared to be around me I weigh 115 pounds what I'm gonna do you're not scared of me you're threatened by me you're afraid I'm gonna take your spotlight take your shine take some of the money that you want make you look bad or whatever which is ridiculous it's ridiculous so You know, bias is a funny thing. Jealousy is a funny thing. And and I've struggled with it over the years. I've struggled with trying to maintain friendships and relationships with people that aren't maintainable because the person has some type of jealousy towards me. It's it's nothing you can do in those situations. And it becomes um, unhealthy for you to continue to try. If that person is being abusive... It don't always have to be oppressive or racist because people can only be oppressive or racist if they have power over you. Employers, police officers, and the like, okay? But if the person is an equal, meaning y'all got the same amount of money, y'all got the same type of job, y'all live in the same neighborhood, same type of whatever, y'all go to school together, whatever, they are not being racist and they are not oppressing you. They're just stupid and biased. And guess what? You get to walk away and tell them to kick rocks And that's what you should do. Don't spend your time fighting and arguing with them because you're not going to change their mind because, again, they're not afraid of you. They're threatened by you. That's the difference. And y'all, this conversation goes for everybody under the sound of my voice. All of my living sugar-free sweethearts that are weirdos in whatever capacity you happen to be a weirdo in. You don't fit in. You're the only white person in your neighborhood. You're the only black person in your neighborhood. You're the only gay person in your whole family. You're the only um, veteran um, that anybody in your community knows. You're the only autistic person that people that you know have ever met. You know, you're the first woman in your role. I could go on, y'all. This goes for so many people. Oh, you're a white man. And even though you ain't never had squat and you grew up in a trailer park and you get treated by dirt, like, you know, get treated like dirt by white people just like a lot of black people do, but certain black people treat you like you're the man. Y'all, I've seen it all. I've seen it all. And so my point is no matter who you are, be comfortable with who you are because then you can have more reasonable conversations with people. Ouch. That biting me. <laughs> Sit down, Fifi. I'm trying to talk to the people. Thank you. Sit down. Sit down. Thank you. I don't understand how she knows. Like, it's almost like even though nobody's here, there's no other person. The fact that I'm just talking to y'all is enough for her to act like I'm not paying attention to her. <laughs> so, anyway, I've seen it all, and it doesn't matter who you are. If you can maintain your own personal confidence and value then you'll be able to have more reasonable conversations with people and you'll also be in a position to see when it's not worth it if you can't if you can't change a mind and it's just venom being spewed and hate why waste your time if the person is in a position or opportunity to Um, be racist against you or oppress you, and you try to have a conversation about it, and it doesn't work out, guess what? There's rules to this stuff. It's 2019. We got laws against certain things. So you don't have to take that. And I'm always mind blown at the people that don't know that you can call the EEOC. And report something that happens on your job and you can do it anonymously and there can be no retaliation against you if it gets back to your employer that the EEOC tells them that you called and you didn't tell them to that would be the end of the EEOC y'all you'll have a a lawsuit on your hands you'll be a millionaire because you can sue the EEOC that's always a place that you can call most companies have advice and counsel lines But then also, too, there are several other helplines. You can, you know, call authorities. If it happens on the street, dial 911. If you're in a situation, just because you're in a situation, you feel like a white person is violating you and you're black. Um, Or if you feel like you're, you know, you might not be wealthy, but the person, you might be white, but you're poor. Okay. But the person, the other person might be white, too. Or maybe they're a different race. Maybe, guess what? You're white and poor and you're dealing with a black person who's wealthy and that person is oppressing you. It still ain't right, okay? But if it's in a job situation, you can call the EEOC if you tried to go to HR and nobody cares. But if it's just regular on the street in a situation, you can call the police. You don't have to take harassment. If you're in your car and somebody tries to come up to you or, or run you off to do something, while you, that, that's road rage if they were in another car. That's a felony. Y'all call the police on white people, please. I mean that. If if people start calling the police on white people the way that white people call the police on black people, they will start thinking twice about exercising their privilege in a way that goes beyond the law. Okay? Y'all, I had this lady follow me in my car one day all the way to my location, pull up behind me in my car, and get out and walk up to my window where I couldn't get out of my car unless I was going to kick the door open and fight the lady right there in the street. Basically, I had to stay in the car with my window cracked. That was the safest place for me to be. And she didn't walk away until I pulled out my cell phone and started threatening to call the police. And I was like, guess what? Yo, Rich Behind, is about to find out what the inside of a jail cell looks like because you are assaulting me. you are harassing me and I'm about to call the police on you and you're going to jail." And that's the only time she got in her car and left. She felt like she could do that because she felt like I cut her off in traffic. But y'all, if anybody know me, I drive like a grandma. I know exactly where her car was. I know exactly what I did. I know exactly what laws I did not violate. And I know she wasn't even paying attention. Then she tried to lie and say that I almost ran over a kid or something. No, I didn't. There were no kids on the street. There was a bus on the right. Your car was on the left. You were behind another car. I looked. I made sure nobody was coming and I went around y'all because y'all weren't moving. You don't have to stretch it and exaggerate it and make it up so you can sound like I did something worse than I did just because you decided you wanted to go on a crazy tangent and follow some stranger across the city and then get out of your car and assault the person. That is not okay. Okay? So I need everybody to kind of take a breather and get a grip. Y'all, it's mercury retrograde. A lot of stuff is going on. I know people are tired and anxious and on edge, but... If y'all need to breathe, <laughs> get some therapy, stay y'all behind in the house, do whatever it is you need to do because people ain't playing with y'all out here. And if you think that with all the tensions going on, that you're going to roll up on some person and try to violate their rights while they're minding their own business and you don't know what that person's been through today, you might draw back a nub or you might lose your life that day. So let's just think, stop, and think about what we're doing, okay? Like I said, if not for the sake of being a decent human being, at least just for your own safety. Okay, that's enough about that dead horse. I think I talked about all perspectives and aspects of it. I hope, Hopefully I did. Y'all always try to because I want to consider everybody. And, you know, we all in this together. <laughs> so we'll be right back after a break and we're going to talk a little bit more about TBT. And then I'm about to get out of here and get on with my weekend because I got some things to do. I'll talk to y'all in a minute. Hi, I'm Kyle Hesser, producer and star of the independent film Preacher Six, and you are listening to Living Sugar Free Lifestyle Show with Andrea in the Morning. Welcome back, and thank you again for joining me for another episode of the Living Sugar Free Lifestyle Show, Andrea in the Morning. You're listening to your host, Andrea Raquel, and we're talking about Throwback Thursdays. Actually, the show is called Throwback and Level Up. Why? Because Throwback Thursday, Flashback Friday is always a time of remembering. However, we don't want to just stay stuck in the past. We want to use the past and grow from it, right? So um, that's the theme for this series. Um, And I'm Using this opportunity to share a little bit from my own personal experiences. Of course, if you haven't read Living Sugar-Free Revealed, um, Aspie Secrets, you can go and you can get that on Amazon. It's available in ebook and paperback. Um, And if you've read it, please do share a review. I'd love to hear your thoughts, especially if it touched you um, in any type of way. Um, But that's a lot of my past experience, past, past. You know, I wrote that book. I finished it last year. So, I mean, a lot has happened in a year, you know. Um, If you've been following along with my podcast, you've heard a lot of it. Um, It's been a whirlwind, y'all. And, you know, life is definitely never dull. It's never boring. And there's always something to be learned. And there's always something you can grow from. And that's what making lemonade is all about. It's about taking a situation that you didn't expect. You know, maybe lemons or stones were thrown at you. Somebody snatched a rug out from under you or whatever. However it comes, you just have to take it as an opportunity to get something good out of it. Because otherwise, what's the point? Like, why would someone else be able to hinder your whole entire life? That's It doesn't work like that. They're not more powerful than you are other than the power that you give them. So... Let's make lemonade as often as we can, and let's make some good lemonade. I don't mean the sour grape kind, the good lemonade. you know, Not the kind where you take something bad and make the most out of it, but you complain the whole time. No, I'm talking about that good lemonade where that person who did something to you is looking at you mad <laughs> because you're not still stuck where they left you. That's the kind of lemonade I'm talking about. So, um, you know, it's it's been an interesting year. Since I finished that book, it's been an interesting few months. Golly, we're only into 2022 months, and it's been interesting. I usually take the winter solstice time period, um, Capricorn season, y'all hear me talk about, and I usually chill. I do that planning, initial launch, you know, tying up loose ends, anything, you know, I really want to launch the year strong, making sure that my vision is clear, focused, all that kind of stuff, and it's been a struggle for me this year because I have been having to do so much regrouping and revamping. And for me, the way that my brain works, you know, I can go off on a rabbit trail. I can get totally stuck in the rabbit hole on one thing leading to something else leading to something else. And so you've got this big, huge plan. And part of the plan requires that you do this thing over here with this website or whatever but then that thing that you had to do with the website leads to 50 other things because of you know technology confusion or it doesn't work this way or glitches or somebody's platform is down or et etc cetera, et, cetera, et cetera. um but I'm gonna get it done <laughs> but it's just that once I finish doing that I might be totally mentally exhausted and so now whatever else I plan to do that day I can't do um And or maybe I need to totally revamp and regroup my plan because how I thought I could do it, I can't do it. You know that happens. It happens to all of us, I'm sure. Um, But that's the kind of lemonade I'm talking about. You know, what are you going to do? Quit because the website didn't work the way you thought it was supposed to. You know, I was trying to do something. I've been doing with uh, posting to Facebook through this uh, social media tool that I use, and I've been noticing lately that. Every time I post what I'm trying to post to Facebook, it changes the picture graphic. And I, I don't care. I'll just delete it and do it again. But we shouldn't have to do that, A. But B, a lot of people don't do that or might not notice that that happened. Um, but what I found out um, is that Facebook has changed their rules. And so now you're not able to manip- manipulate what pictures show up when you share a link unless you verify your domain. If you don't verify your domain, they take whatever graphic I believe is the main graphic for that domain and they share that. So for example, I wanna share a podcast from Spotify. Well, when I go and I share that post and I put that link on there, instead of it taking the picture from the podcast, it just shares Spotify's picture. Only way that you can not let that happen is if you go and actually post the post on Facebook. And then, so if you go into Facebook, they have this whole new business manager thing. You have to sync all your stuff. You have to give them all your information, permissions, et cetera. You guys, that in and of itself is a huge rabbit trail. If you're dealing with that and it's a struggle and you can't figure it out, shoot me a note. I'll teach a class on it. But I just don't know how many people care about it right now that don't have the tools to figure it out or the resources. But if you tell me that, I'll show you what I learned on it. Um, But it was a lot. Uh, But then after I did all of that, you guys, the link still didn't work. I went to my website, I went to my um, domain hoster, I changed the DNS settings, I put the Facebook link in there that they said to put in there and whatever, and now my pictures still don't show up. So that that's the kind of thing that can totally derail you and, and you know, mess you up throughout the day. But what are you going to do, quit? No, you're not going to quit. You got to make lemonade. So, you know, great, you got to post, you're trying to use the social media tool to post it to all five platforms at once, but I can't. I got to make a one-off effort to go post Facebooks you know, one-on-one because they're not going to do it right. Okay, well, at least I don't have to post the other four individually. I can do those all this way and then just do the Facebook one one off. If I know that, I can do that. I can account for that. I can plan for it. I'm not going to sit around and complain about it forever because Facebook is free, and ultimately they can do whatever they want to do. So, um, yeah, you guys, um, I struggle too, you guys. And then it's been mercury retrograde since the 17th it goes all the way until the 10th of march fyi if you didn't know that and for some people are like oh that astrology y'all that's not astrology that's physics um you read up on mercury and what mercury consists of read up on the planetary magnetic pool and all that kind of stuff that can happen in our um Solar system and all that kind of stuff. I'm not. I'm not a physicist or, or by any stretch of the imagination. So I'm not going to even try to explain it to you. But just let, I'm letting you know it's real. Um, you know what humans are made of most of mostly water. If the moon can affect the ocean, then it could certainly affect your body. And likewise, Mercury being a retrograde, especially when it's a whole bunch of other planets doing a whole bunch of other weird alignment, it can affect you. But even if you don't think it can affect you, know that it absolutely factually affects technology. Um, Y'all, that means everything from the ATMs going down to websites not working to traffic lights not working to et cetera. And even if you don't believe that that's enough, um, I mean, even if you don't believe that it affects humans individually, then certainly you have to know that that, all of that technology going haywire is enough to cause a huge percentage of the population to be in a funk so now when you go out into the world all the technology has gone wrong and all the people are in a funk y'all it's going to affect you even if everybody that you deal with in a day just has a stanky attitude because they've been dealing with technology issues it's going to affect you so the best thing you can do is be mindful of it put the mercury retrograde calendar for the year on your calendar so you know when it's coming and I shared in a comment earlier on a post where I just noticed a whole bunch of people were saying how tired they were. One person said it, and then everybody commented in their comment section. Oh, my God, me too. Something is not right. Is there something in the air? Blah, blah, blah. And, um, you know, when 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 people are saying that, especially if you know who the person is who's saying it, they're not just complaining. There's something in the air. It really is. It's mercury in the air. <laughs> um, And so I just kind of said, oh, FYI, in case y'all didn't know. And they were like, oh, (laughs) I had no idea. Okay. Y'all throughout my life, I have been affected by mercury retrograde. I have been affected by the winter solstice period. I have been affected by PMS. And those three things in particular are things that you guarantee they're going to come. They're going to come ever so often. And the best thing that you can do is plan accordingly and to not be blindsided or to be caught up into a whirlwind of energy and chaos and don't know what's going on. If you simply remain mindful of it, remain mindful of the fact that it can affect you and others in technology, plan accordingly. And when I say plan accordingly, you know, clearly you have jobs, you have school you have to go to, you got to go to the grocery store, you got to pick your kids up, et cetera, et cetera, right? Right. But you don't have to do a whole bunch of extra on top of that. You don't have to linger at all of those places. You don't have to, you know, they say that you're supposed to be mindful of taking on new contracts. Um, But I say be mindful of overexerting your energy. And I'm going to compare Mercury retrograde winter solstice to PMS because that's a time where physically I can become very sick. I'm sure many, many other women listening can relate to this. You have headache symptoms and you have nausea symptoms. Some people even complain about the symptoms being similar to pregnancy. Um, But guess what makes it worse? If you allow other humans to drag you around, if you allow people to expect you to do a whole bunch of extra, if you physically exert yourself more than you should, if you let people keep you out for long periods of time without making sure that you eat, and are properly hydrated. That can affect you on any day, but 10 times worse if it's during PMS and if it's during mercury retrograde or winter solstice. You guys, the barometric pressure, all of this kind of stuff can affect you. And so simply by taking time, maybe make your planning time around these times. Maybe make your Um, Self-care time around these times or the times that you take to have downtime where you don't spend as much time around other humans and going, 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 doing, doing, doing during these times can help you to better manage them and not end up feeling like you need to go to the hospital. Does that make sense? So just do that for me. We had the whole wellness series and we talked about PMS briefly, but this is kind of more a general statement. You know, you might think of some other scenarios that you can apply to what I'm saying. But I'm, I just thought of those three. Um, so that's a, another throwback. I learned, like, the hard way how to manage my body, my health, my energy, my spirit, you know, all that. Um, and a lot of the illness that I experienced throughout my life was just because I was forcing myself to do too much according to other people's standards, I think there should be a law that little girls should be excused from gym when they're PMSing. But that might open up a whole can of worms about gender discrimination and sexism because then you would also start talking about allowing women in the military and all that. And I'm not trying to go there. I just want that if a woman says, you know, physically this is too much for me right now, for people to say okay and not to go, Ugh, you must be on the rag or, or all the dumb ass, excuse my French things that people say about women and PMS to the point where we can't even really safely talk about it because there's such a stigma around it. That's not right. And then you have people who are so against anything having to do with the stars and astrology that you can't talk about Mercury retrograde. because Nobody is educated about what the physics of how that can really affect you. So, you know, let's be educated and let's not just, you know, allow society to dictate what it is that we should be doing with our bodies we want to rant and rave and hold protests about abortions and all this but y'all it goes across the board my body is my body and your body is your body and nobody else should tell you or make you feel bad when you say physically I can't that should be the end of the conversation really you shouldn't even have to explain it's none of their business but anyway I digress what else did I want to talk about today, y'all? Um, oh, Better Me, Ink, you guys. The whole Better Me, Ink revamp thing, TXNL thing. It's a lot. I'm not going to explain it all right here, but if you haven't already gone, go to bettermeink.org. Dig around. Click the links. Click the links. Fill out the surveys. Get in. Go to Facebook and everywhere else. Y'all hashtag TXNL on Google. Okay? Just search Better Me, Inc., and... And connect with us everywhere that we are because there are some big changes coming and hopefully um, even more than what I know, but I do know of some big, huge changes that are coming, some big, huge opportunities, and one that I can share with you right now and you can see it on the website that I'm so very, very proud of and honored to say that we are partnered with Psych Hub um, to provide free mental health Training and that is mental health care for individuals as well as um, caregivers and volunteers, but also for service providers. Now, if you don't already know, Better Me Inc. has been a partner for quite a while with Psych Armor. We are a veteran ready certified organization, and that means that we provide training um, and support for companies and people and organizations who. Serve veterans now that 's a very specific niche, however, you guys, our society could just use a healthy dose of awareness and empathy and acceptance and inclusion and training and diversity. And even though this is specific to veterans, I'm gonna go out on a limb. I'm gonna go out on a limb and I'm gonna say, if you take any of these classes, it's gonna help you be a better leader. It's gonna help you be a better person. It's gonna help you be a community servant. Even if it's not just for the veterans, y'all, even if you don't know it, everybody interacts with veterans. There's no way that you could have a business and not interact with veterans unless you say no veterans allowed, which would be illegal. You have no idea how many people are veterans and you don't even know it, okay? And one of the, one of the training programs, uh, training courses is all about acknowledging veteran service and you'd be surprised at because of the way that some people are treated, you know, if maybe because they're a woman or because they didn't, um, they didn't see combat or because they didn't retire or because they were separated early. They don't necessarily see themselves as veterans, but they are, and they have every right to be treated as such, and they have every right to be thanked for their service. And I cannot tell you how many times I've been in a place of business, giving them my hard-earned money, and they know I'm a veteran. They even give a veteran's discount, and they don't even say thank you for your service. I'm not walking around looking for people to say thank you for my service. I'm not. I don't even really expect that from people for the most part until recently. But I feel like if you say that to somebody who's 80, who's wearing a World War II hat, why shouldn't you say it to somebody who's 20, who just went to Desert Storm, or somebody who's 40, you know, who didn't see combat? We can't, we can't win wars without the service um, individuals as well. And we can't have combat soldiers or service soldiers Without the families. So if the person served at all, or if they're a parent, or a spouse, or a child, they served. And they served on behalf of you. And if you operate a business, and you're making money off of this group of people, it would only be right for you to take some training so that you can better serve them. You could be the difference between someone committing suicide or not, just because you knew what to do. So Better BetterMe, Inc. provides that training and it is available. We can do, um, coordinated classes. We can do events. We can host a class for you for, um, psych armor classes. You can get better, veteran and ready certified, or you can also just go on our website and you can take the, um mental health training courses as well. So I urge you to do that, even if you're just curious, even if it's just for you personally, I urge you to do that, okay? Very proud and excited to share with you that information, but definitely check out Better Me, Inc. and TXNL. Join, get involved before it becomes a big deal to become a member because we're gonna be doing something special for all of our long-term TXNL supporters and members. As we move towards a more structured membership. So just take that hint. <laughs> That's all about that. Okay, so I'm very excited also to be sharing with you that I'm going to be doing some social media training. Um, I'm going to be participating with Ride Hive in April for that writers conference. And one of my co-hosts, Lee Grissom, the awesome author of KLS 9, Saber 6, and the soon-to-come-out Eden 1, where I am Amelia Macron. Um, she and I sat down and did some social media chat, and i'm going to be sharing those um just throughout our network and we're going to be doing some more in depth actual social media training um you know with targeted questions and issues that people have i've been at this a long time, you guys, so a lot of the stuff that I just do some people think is rocket science, so if you don't tell me, I don't know okay a lot of stuff has changed. I just roll with changes, and so I don't even know anymore what it's like to just join Twitter for the first time, you know, so if you're struggling with something, you got to tell us so we can help you get around it. Um, let's see, what else? Oh, reading lists. Um, I think I pretty much shared my winter reading list with you all. I'm going to update that. I've also too finished several recently and done a bunch of book reviews and I'm on a 2020 reading challenge where i'm supposed to read 48 books so if you're an author and you've got a book and i don't know about it if you haven't heard me talk about it, if i haven't hashtagged it or, or let you know that i know about it make sure that i know that you have a book especially if you're someone that i've known for a long time because i you know we want to support you we want to support our members we want to support our faithful TXNL audience um, and i think that's all i have for you guys on this throwback uh thursday i'm gonna be coming out of my blackness (laughs) on social media y'all if you haven't noticed that all my profile pictures are black i don't know what to tell you if you did notice and and you didn't know why i'm sorry um but y'all it's black history month and i couldn't think of any better way to on a daily basis put it at the forefront of everyone's mind that it's important and um that's what I chose to do for February. So, in March, I'm going to be rolling out a whole new social media um, agenda, if you will. And I hope you enjoy it, and I hope you'll share your feedback. I'm going to be asking y'all for your input um, starting this weekend, actually. I've got some sustainability um, fashion things that I have to share with you guys so I'll be posting those this weekend shout out to Swank A Posh I love that little boutique Um, it's in Michigan I'll be sharing that with you Um, shout out to a new head wraps I've been sharing those you guys Um, who else do I need to shout out Um, y'all there's somebody else hold on I got to tell y'all who this other brand is that I have to shout out and you guys if you look at my if you're on Instagram and you look at my link tree link that's on my profile on Instagram then you will be able to see the links and the discount codes for any brands that I mention okay because if I'm an ambassador and i'm going to get, you know, that means y'all that's my disclosure. If i'm an ambassador, that means i'm going to get, you know, a discount. I mean not a well, i get a discount, but i'm also going to get credit if you buy something. Um and so that's my disclosure that i'm an ambassador of whatever, you know, brands that i'm talking about. And if you see the links um then that lets you know I'm an ambassador but I pretty much am always going to let you know in advance because I want you all to get those discounts and a lot of times that's why I'll partner with a brand um because you know if I like something then I'm going to go ooh well, let me go see how to uh <laughs> Get a little ambassador code So that I can give people in my network A discount I always do that I don't just take, you know Every ambassador opportunity That comes along to me I don't Oh, here it is, you guys Manuela, Manuela Co That's the other one So, I, I did Swank Apache. I'm not an ambassador for Swank, you guys I just love them um, I love them especially because Their clothing fits full-figured um, curvy women and if you're a black girl then you notice if you're not a black girl you might not notice but that's the issue that we have always had usually we go by jeans it doesn't matter what size I am I wear like a three y'all but it was also true when I wore a 12 it doesn't matter what size we are when we pull on a pair of jeans in order for it to fit over our hips usually it's huge in the waist ongoing been something we 've talked about for years, and so whenever I find a brand that takes that into consideration, much respect and so they their their jeans have a whole lot of stretch in them, and you know they 've got these girls, these curvy, licious girls who you know people are in the comments like what she ain 't no size small, you know but she is a size small because a size seven eight is a size small, you know, especially if the girl is like five foot two. You know, I'm five foot six and a half, five seven. So, on me, what might be too long on her might be just perfect on me, or what might take up her hips is gonna is gonna um, stretch out over my length. So anyway, it's mean anyway to do that anyway. Why would you get on a post where somebody's talking about how they're wearing small and talk about how you can't believe a person's small? That's just rude and nasty. But whatever. That's my point. Anyway, you'll see. You'll see when you go check them out. But if you're a curvy girl, definitely check out Swank. I'm not an ambassador for them, but I just love them. Um, Manuela Co. is amazing. Got their merchandise. Love it. I am an ambassador there. You can get the discount code on my um, link tree and also, too, for my awesome head wraps that you've been seeing in my pictures Um, And then um, when we do our social media training, I'll be sharing more with you about my social media tool, but you can go to sugarfreecoaching.com and look on my refers tab, get that. And then also, if you want to know more about my wellness products that I use and that I'm always raving about, and you want to know why I haven't been catching all these nasty germs throughout the winter (coughs) that everybody else is getting, y'all, temperature-induced allergy is a thing. Um... It happens. You can go outside and start sneezing and come back inside, and now it seems like you got a cold. People don't catch cold from being cold outside. What happens is you've been, you go outside, you start sneezing, and now your upper respiratory is all out of whack, and so your sinuses are running, you may be sneezing, all that kind of stuff. But if you're candida infested, that means you have a whole bunch of excess mucus in your system. So now you've started a train, chain reaction. But also, too, if you don't address it right away, you go to sleep at night, you lay down on it, now all of it runs down in your chest, now you have post-nasal drip, and now it turns into bronchitis upper respiratory infection. All that is a thing, you guys, and so a lot of people could avoid the whole illness thing by just being mindful of the whole going outside and coming inside thing, the extreme temperatures. But also, too, when that happens to you, cut back, cut out your sugar and your dairy, cut it out because if you start sneezing today and you're like oh I never get sick it'll go away by tomorrow well not if you just ate a cheeseburger it ain't three people I talked to this year that happened to I was like don't eat any more cheese until you're better I'll oh, be okay they go eat some cheese and next day I'm still sick what'd you eat oh I just had some okay I tried to tell you I'm not making this stuff up y'all Sanjay Gupta has even come out and talked about it um so just you know be mindful of what you're putting in. Be mindful of how you're treating your body. But then once it comes on you, you guys, sometimes, y'all, the CDC is even talking to, about this now how running to the doctor and getting antibiotics for everything is not the solution. If you got some antibiotics in your house or something else, don't take them because. A lot of people nowadays, and they haven't been telling you this all along, they've changed it. So you don't know if you haven't read it recently. There's stuff that people take antibiotics for that antibiotics aren't helping. It's just messing your body up because antibiotics break down the natural bacteria in your body that actually has a job. So the natural stuff is what you're going to need to do anyway. Sometimes the antibiotics are weakened because you've been taking them too much, and now you've got to go do a natural thing. So get you some peppermint oil, y'all. Get you some uh, frankincense and some, some lemon oil and some different things like that, you guys, and and just find you some natural remedies. At least try, okay? So if you want to know anyway, if you want to know more about my wellness um, products that I use, that's also on that page. You can check that out. And um, if you haven't gotten Living Sugar-Free Reveal, be sure that you do that. As I said, it's available on Amazon. Share a review if you have it. Follow me everywhere. I will follow back. If I don't, shout me out and let me know it's you. Because sometimes, y'all, if you don't have like a, an explanation in your bio, I'm not going to follow you because I'm leery of trolls. I'm leery of the trolls and the bots. So if you look suspect and I don't know who you are, I'm not going to follow back. So if you just don't know how to do social media and therefore you look suspect, all you got to do is shoot me a note and be like, oh, hey, Andrea, this is, you know, so-and-so. I listen to your podcast or whatever. I'll follow back. Okay. It's not about being snobby. I don't roll like that. Um, Throwback Thursday, y'all. So, yeah, I think I got everything off my chest I had to share with y'all. Did I? If not, I'm over it, and so I just didn't think to talk about it. But, you know, throwing back. I'm throwing back, and I'm leveling up, and I'm moving forward, and all the stuff that happened in 2019 is gone, and all the stuff that happened in January, February of 2020 is gone, and we're moving into March, and it's all about what we're going to do for the rest of the year. So if I can help in any way, you let me know. Definitely get over there in TXNL. And um, I'll be back next week with another Throwback Thursday. And in the meantime, I'll be sharing some other little clips and videos and um, audio stuff with you guys. So make sure you're connected all around so that you don't miss that. If you have any questions, shoot me a message on Anchor. I will air your uh, question or comment if you record it on Anchor. And if you don't want to be recorded, just um shoot me a note and, and, you know, across social media or inbox me or whatever, and we'll get your questions answered on the air. Share your comments. Um, thank you so much for being here with me. Thank you for spending your time with me. I thank you for sharing. I appreciate you guys so much more than you know. And um, I look forward to talking to you again next week. Y'all have a wonderful weekend. Take care and be good to yourself and be good to each other. Talk soon.